הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שבורנו, כל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר הקדוש עם השבר ארצם המבחן רבנו הקדוש. צדיק יסוד עולם נחה נובע מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן ופגע בן שמחה. נא נח נחמה נחמן אומה זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. עכשיו ברוך השם, a new section in שיחות הר"ן. זה שיחות על רבנו הקדוש. זה שיחות על conversations of our master and teacher רבנו, רבי נחמן. סעיף רש ל"ה, conversation 235. כבר מבואר בליקוטי עניין לצימן מ"ד. It's already been explained in the second volume of ליקוטו מורן, lesson 44. שרבנו זכרו למלאכה הזהיר מאוד בלי להחמיר חומרות יתרות בשום דבר. לרבנו, may his memory be a blessing, he warned us not to be stringent, not to create extra stringencies around anything. כי אין הקדוש ברוך הוא בא בתכוניה עם בריאותיו, because it's brought down in the Gemara, but the Zara, Dav Gimel Amud Aleph, page 3a, that Hashem Yitbarach does not rule his creatures with tyranny. He's not a dictator. And it's also brought down in, um, in the Gemara Brachot, page 25b, that Hashem Yitbarach did not give the Torah to the Malachi Asheret, to the ministering angels. He gave it to the human beings who have free will. As he was explaining this, Sheita, that it's brought down in the writings of, um, of, uh, of the Ari HaKadosh, in Etz Chaim, Shar Memtet Perikhe, in uh, the book Etz Chaim, the Tree of Life, Gate 49, Chapter 5, also in Sefer HaGigulim, Chapter 4. That what did it say over there? That the Ari that points out, he says that a person needs to choose for himself a um, mitzvah. And within that mitzvah, he shall fulfill all the very strict and he shall, he shall be precise and strict on himself and fulfill all the fine points, all the stringencies with this mitzvah. Just one. And with the rest of them, no need to do any stringencies, just fulfill the mitzvah in simplicity. And this is similar to what we find in the Gemara, in Gemara Shabbat, page 118b. The Rabbi Yosef asks, Rabbi son, Avur b'mayzahirtfeh. With what uh, observance was your father careful with the most? Which mitzvah did he, did he make himself the most special? Which, which mitzvah did he fulfill with the most fine points? Which mitzvah was the most special to him? And we see from this Gemara, obviously, that um, it was common for the Moraim, the Tanaim, to uh, choose for themselves a mitzvah in which they performed with, to the highest degree, with the stringencies, and the rest they would perform with the utmost simplicity. And Rabbanu says, even in that mitzvah, do not enter into unnecessary stringencies of shashigaon, uh, of craziness. Do not be a fanatic, ushtut, and stupidity. Do not go into marav shchorot. Do not go into gloom because of it. Just engage in the mitzvah, fulfill all the fine points of that mitzvah, to the highest degree possible, without any fanaticism um, in all those stringencies. Do not be a, a lunatic. But with other mitzvot, no one needs to be stringent at all to do unnecessary stringencies. Rabbeinu says, if only, if only we, were have the, we were to have the merit to fulfill the mitzvot of the Torah in its simplicity, in the utmost simplicity, without any stringencies at all. Rabbeinu says, this is a schut to do this. This is a level, it's a madrega to do this. It's a madrega to do this. 
And we see stories like this with the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov was once uh, doing his Amidah. And the thought came to him in the middle of his Amidah that he had smoked his pipe earlier before he was praying. He was smoking his pipe. The Baal Shem Tov used to smoke a pipe. Of course, we know they had mystical intentions with all of this that we cannot even begin to grasp. But the Baal Shem Tov, um, what do you call it? He had the thought in his mind that he lit his pipe from a flame made of a candle that was done with forbidden fat, like a pig fat. The Barshem Tov was doing, the thought was bothering him in his tefillah. And he recognized in his tefillah that he knew that this was the work of the Yetzirah. Because since when does it say that you cannot benefit from a candle, even if it was made of pig fat, um, that you cannot light your pipe with it? So what? The Barshem Tov said what? He said, if this, thought is, if this thought is coming to me during my Amidah, then I know it's Yetzirah. I know it's the evil inclination trying to make me fall. And therefore, I make the neder. The Baal Tov, after he left his Amidah, he made a neder. He made a vow that he will light his candle from a can, He will light his pipe only from now on with a candle made from pig fat. Just to shut down the Yetzirah. Because he knew there was no problem with it. You see, the Yetzirah is trying to make us fall on all sorts of stringencies and things that are unnecessary. And Rabbeinu said with the subject of all those stringencies, those extra stringencies that people do on Pesach, Rabbeinu did not agree with him at all. He did not agree with all those people that used to engage in all these fine points and stringencies that used to make them enter into depression and great gloom because of this making them extremely sad, performing all these extra stringencies on Pesach that are unnecessary. He went, on, he, he, went, uh, uh, he went about speaking about this conversation for a long time. Because a man, one of the Rabbeinu students asked him, may his memory be for a blessing, he asked him a question about uh, a sort of stringency that was common at that time that people used to perform on Pesach. That they used to engage, they, that they used to accept upon themselves this stringency. And he used to, he was asking Rabbi, well, how do I, uh, what do you call, how do I behave with this? Rabbi made a joke of it. And Rabbi spoke a lot about this. That no person needs to search after stringencies, extra stringencies, unnecessary stringencies after craziness and after confusions like this. Rabbeinu says, I myself too was perturbed by this. I, I was trapped in this idea of stringencies. My mind used to be confused with all these sorts, these sorts of unnecessary stringencies. One time Rabbeinu was Struggling and was thinking thoughts about how to, how to, to um, how to act, how to perform the mitzvah of Pesach, especially when it comes to the water of Pesach. Rabban was thinking in his head, perhaps there's a drop of chametz in the water that they're drawing from the well, that is going to be used in the baking of the matzot, in the in the baking of the matzot. And Rabbeinu thought in his eyes, even if I were to prepare the water in advance so that it would not be touched, uh, what do you call it? Um, even if I were to prepare the water in advance and to check all the water uh, for all the days of Pesach, 
to make sure that nothing falls into it, as some people used to do. Rabbeinu said, even this is not good in my eyes. Because it's very difficult to guard the water from the time of the day, the eve of Pesach, until after, uh, until the days, all the days of Pesach. It's very difficult to guard it for this many days. And then Rabbeinu began to picture in his head, no water is access, uh, acceptable in Pesach. Only flowing spring water, which is constantly renewing the water at all times. Therefore, there's there's no mashu. There's not there's not even a drop of chametz. But Rabenu began to realize that in the place in which he lives, he realized that there's no spring water like this. There's no flowing spring. And then it, it began to enter Rabenu's thought, maybe I need to travel for Pesach to a different city, which has a spring water, so that I could guard uh, Pesach in this fashion. Rabenu entered in these stringencies, and these, this depression, this gloom, with these extra fine points that he was adding upon himself that were unnecessary. But now Rabbeinu was mocking this. Because nobody needs to search after extra stringencies even on Pesach. And Rabbeinu began to speak about this conversation at length. Because the main avodah, the truthful avodah, the truthful t- service that Hashem wants from a Jew is tmimut, is wholesomeness, to be tam and to be pashut, to be simple. To increase the time you spend in studying Torah and in praying. And to do good acts. Stop searching after new and unnecessary restrictions. Just go on the pathways of our forefathers that came before us. The Torah was not given to ministering angels. For this reason, the, the, the world has abandoned the rules of grammar. And they don't study this anymore. Because nobody needs to study this concept of grammar or fine points. Because nobody needs to be overly precise in seeking out restrictions and unnecessary things. And Rabbeinu spoke about this even more. And he said like this. As at that time. Rabbeinu says like this, there's not a single thing, maybe not a single mitzvah, that it obliges us to perform it specifically in that passion. And if not, then what? Then it doesn't count. Meaning with all these unnecessary, uh, uh, these, uh, these stringencies, there's not a single thing in the world that you need to perform the mitzvah with that stringency or else it's not considered. The mitzvah. It doesn't count. Rakim yuchal yuchal. Rabbeinu says, if you're able to do it, do it. Ve'im lav, and if not, onez rachman apatche. As it's brought down in the Gemara, Baba Kama. Onez rachman apatche. When you are in, in an unavoidable circumstance, when you cannot perform something, the merciful one 
uh, exempts you from the mitzvah. Because you are in a circumstance which does not allow you to perform it. And we already explained this in another place. Uh, the Rabbanu teaches us in Chaim Oran also that we should not be stubborn over anything. That it should be performed this way and only this way. This way or the highway. It's my way or the highway. No, it doesn't work like that. Just because someone is at the same level as another person doesn't mean that the, that the way you're doing it is the only way to do it. No. So of course, each and every person knows his level, knows what he can handle. But no need for any stringencies. You can perform the mitzvah in simplicity, the way it is. Um, um, of course, and uh, it's in its simple way. Now, that doesn't mean that um, we have to do it to the lowest degree possible. No, not at all. Sometimes we can, uh, what do you call it? make the mitzvah meudah. We can beautify the mitzvah. Performing it in a new way, in a, in a way of chidush, in hitchatshut, uh, and renewing the way that you perform the mitzvah. But of course, we have to study halakha. That means to know what the, the halakha asks of us. We do not need to perform it in any single way stricter than what Rabbi, Rabbi Yosef Karo demands of us, um, what Shulchan Aruch demands of us. This is not, um, this is not necessary at all. In fact, it's, it's, um, it's uh, what Rabbeinu says, it's not encouraged. In fact, it's better performing in the simple way. So, Bizrat Hashem, Bizrat Rabbeinu HaKadosh, maybe perform the mitzvot of the Torah, maybe perform all the drachim of the Torah in, uh, in its simple way, the way that Halakha asks us to do it, and without any stringencies at all, um, with Mimut, Bizrat Hashem.